You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome into a hump day version of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you want to jump in with us this morning. We got Twitter, Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Our email address for our show is wimpandberry at yahoo.com. Download that Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. You can take us with you anywhere you go. There also is a box up in the top right-hand corner. If you want to send a message there, the guys can get the message. They can tell us. You can ask a question, whatever you want to do right there on the app, which is a new new feature on this app. We're also uh, on 12.30 a.m. WTBC, so I think the range on that's a little bit longer. So if you're in the car, you're heading out of town, then uh, you can flip over to the a.m. dial uh, in Texas as well. We're always on Tide 100. Point nine, but you can get us on the website. You can get us on uh, the computer if you want to do it that way. But that app is a great way to go. It's that time of year again. The honeydew list is growing and the projects are adding up. The time is right to build that new fence deck pergola you've been dreaming about. And there's no better product to build it with than Yellowwood brand. Pressure treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection from rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks. So it's no wonder your project will last for years to come. Head down to that local dealer, go to yellowwood.com to find that, and if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay. Uh, I did want to, I, I text Barry yesterday, Beef Stallings uh, is offered, uh, said to be on, I called him and talked with him. He has a very, very difficult time hearing, and Barry and I will probably talk fairly loud uh, doing the interview, and, and I hope it, everything goes well. But he was an eye doctor, uh, ear doctor yesterday when I talked with him. And uh, so I thought because it's Tennessee and we could visit with him a little bit about the Tennessee game and past history. So uh, that's, what, that's what I hope to do. Also, I wanted to mention that Basketball Media Day starts today. I think Alabama's on May 1st. Uh, they've kind of hit it from everybody back when when I was doing it. The Dale Browns and Sonny Smiths and all of us were there, and it, it was a pretty good thing. I, I think it's died down real. I don't know why, because basketball has not died down. But um, for whatever reason, Media Day uh, is it's starting today. Uh, the Phillies uh, go two up on the Diamondbacks, 10 to nothing. Phillies are really a very good team. Uh, Liberty uh, beat um, Middle Tennessee that played Alabama 42 to 35. Uh, Jack State came back. Jacksonville came back from down, uh, I think it was 17 to 10. Came back and beat Western Kentucky. Big win for Jacksonville State. Done a good job, 2017. And for whatever reason, South Alabama, Southern Miss hasn't been that bad, I don't think. South Alabama beat them 55 to 3, uh, in a slaughter. I, I turned off of that one for a while. Julio Jones, Julio Jones. They signed a one-year contract with the Eagles. I'm sure that's because of of uh, the quarterback there. 
the the guy that gives the a a Scottish accent at the Open Golf Tournament overseas, Ivor Robinson, has passed away. He has a great um, has a great voice for that. And one thing I wanted to tell you today that saddened me is Mike Nordholz called me yesterday. Remember, Mike, you played for me, a great player. Bill Justice, who was a great player. And there won't be a lot of you uh, remember that, Bill, but uh, I wanted to say it. Passed away yesterday at 76. What a great, great t- player he was for Ray Mears at Tennessee. And I'm going way back there, but I wanted to. Bill was a fine, fine person. He worked for Converse for a long time. Great player, great free throw shooter. And um, Mike texted me, and I'm, I'm sure sorry. I tried to. I reached out to to uh, to, t- to Tennessee to say something about it on their radio show because they call from time to time, and also to the basketball people. Uh, the Big Twelve has a twenty game schedule in basketball, and uh, Alabama has the eighteen. And um, when um, the tightness of the game between Florida and South Carolina occurred. Uh, Shane Beamer, the coach, broke his foot. Uh, I stepped in a garbage can one time, mad, but I don't, I don't know what happened. But anyway, he got disgusted and broke his foot. Anyway, those are some quick stories. Not a whole lot there. There's a whole lot there for me. Beeb's being on and Bill just losing Bill Justice. But uh, for some of you, I, I forget that. You don't have the age on you that I do, and maybe it's not interesting to you. Okay, that's it. Also, in the second hour, we'll have Bill Cameron. We'll talk about uh, Auburn, uh, Ole Miss, 6 o'clock game. Uh, I was listening uh, this morning. I heard that uh, Ole Miss has not beat Auburn back-to-back in 71 years, and they did beat uh, Auburn last year, so this is a chance for them to make history. I think it was maybe since 51, 52 that – Ole Miss would beat Auburn back to back. They asked Lane Kiffin about, uh, you know, what was different about going down to Auburn. He said just some magical things happen there. They're much harder to beat, uh, at night. Uh, what makes Auburn such a difficult place to play, especially for Ole Miss? They haven't done that in, uh, since 51, 52, beat them back to back. Well, no, I think home field advantage is certainly important at Auburn. I think they do a good job of getting your team ready to play. They've got a lot of passionate for their, with a football program, it's a it's a lot like Tennessee, who's who has been on the move up after they've been down. People are excited for A and M. It's just the fact that they were playing Alabama, and they, you know, that that was a big name for them. But Auburn has always, you know, been been pretty darn hard to beat down there. I don't know if you know this, or not. And I think I'm giving you the right thing. But uh, Coach ne- Coach Saban has lost to Auburn five times. And uh, I'm not sure that that's the right number, so you can correct me. But uh, Gus Malzahn did a good job against Alabama, I thought. And, uh, and regardless of how well you like the offensive coordinator at Alabama that left, when he got that, bat- that football team to march down the field the last time they were there and win that game, and Barry's talked about the, the guy goes out of bounds, uh, Auburn wins, um, uh, was a big deal. So uh, they're hard to beat down there. Uh, how good is this uh, Alabama offensive line? You think this offensive line's any good? <laughs> I don't know, son. I don't they're, know. No, I'm, they're I'm, not. All right, okay. they're not. I'm answer for how good is this receiving core? It's okay, I wouldn't say it's elite. Do you see any first round? The one, the one man, the one man receiving core right now. Yeah. Um, so, how does Alabama still make a lot of mistakes? Yes. 
All right. Uh, their defense is probably elite, right? Their defense is good. It's uh, very good. Uh, how good is the quarterback? I mean, is he elite? Uh, no, elite, but he's good. He's good. He's good. So when I said that Alabama at six and one currently with wins at Texas A&M, wins against Ole Miss, who only has one loss, mm-hmm. take the Alabama off the chest. The players that you described, I said that Alabama has overachieved. And I think some people, I got some messages, some people agreed, some people took exception to that. Uh, we'll see as this thing plays out. But, I think uh, you're right. And, and uh, one thing to go along with that, the teams that Alabama has have played have been good. Yeah. Uh, you go to Texas A&M, Texas A&M, I know everybody's down on Jimbo, Barry doesn't like him either because he talks too fast. But uh, they their offense is much better uh, with the, with the change in offensive coordinators, and they are darn hard to beat. And you don't need to go in there and think everybody's going to beat them. And they they could very not very easy because of beating Tennessee too. I, I think you're right on it. But the fact that we're seven games into this and we're and Alabama's undefeated in the SEC, uh, there's still some a little bit of talk about them possibly having a chance to get into the Final Four with this team. That's definitely overachieving. Now, where they finish, if they can knock off Tennessee and LSU, uh, but they could easily, especially if you think back to that 17 to 3 debacle that they won down at South Florida, I wouldn't have given you any chance for that team to go win at Texas A&M. So. Well, I think the other factor too is, uh, don't you know the excitement that the University of Kentucky fans will have when Alabama comes in there? Yeah, uh, they'll be excited because they sell that place out. They, that's a football school in, in attendance as well, and uh, they will be. They'll be tickets will be hard to get, and they'll and they have in their mind that this is the year they can beat Alabama, and so I, I think that's going to be a tough game too. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, Bryce. In good morning, Bryce. Good morning, gentlemen. Have you heard from Cowboy yet? Have not. No. What, what's up? Hey, listen, guys. I got back late uh, Monday night, and I went and watched the replay because I didn't get to watch the game. Mm-hmm. I was at my granddaughter's birthday party, mm-hmm. so I didn't even turn the TV on. I listened to it. Mm-hmm. But Melrose bailed him out. If he, if he doesn't make that long that run for the first down and that pass, we're probably not winning that game. But I did see one positive thing in that fourth quarter is when that other linebacker, when that – Guy made that boneheaded uh, mistake grabbing the face mask over there when they were fighting Tussman. It should have been a double penalty, but it wasn't. But anyway, he went over there and, and got in his face and coached him and told him, we don't do that, you know. Uh, that's what needs to happen to Burton. Uh, the receiver coach, if he don't have a, enough co- cojones to tell him to quit doing that, uh Milrow and the receiver coach need to go to coach's office and tell them, look, he's going to cost us a game, coach, if he keeps doing this stupid crap. Well, you know? He's catching uh, the ball anyway. And have a meeting, you know? Yeah. I guess uh, coach is tolerating it now uh, because he's making plays. Uh, so I coach is just, I guess he's, choo- it's called choosing your battles. I wish he they would correct it too, but. Uh, but they haven't as of yet. So, all right. Okay. I got another. I got another. Uh, one more thing, Barry. I got another way to look at it. These guys, they want to get paid just like the NFL. Yeah. 
need to take some of that money away. Find them. They, they take, that'll make them hurt. They quit doing that stupid crap. Well, Find them every time they do something like that. If Coach wants to stop it, he can stop it. For some reason, he hasn't decided it's a big enough problem yet. Thank you, Bryce, just to get it stopped. All right, uh, we'll take this break, get back. we got a couple other calls holding here. Royal Cleaners, they want to make the life your life easy for you. Uh, you get all the cleaning, get your game day outfit ready. You just dial 205-391-0034. They'll come to you, pick up all your cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off there, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851, Rice Mine Road. For all your cleaning needs, only one choice in this area is Royal. 205-391-0034. You're listed tied 100.9 is the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, minor congestion on Skyland at 69, and McFarland at Hargrove. Now, if you see conditions throughout the morning folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. These are super offers from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Wednesday morning. In less than 30 minutes, you can drive through the parking lot at the Tuscaloosa County Health Department at 2350 Hargrove Road East and get a flu shot. The drive through flu clinic will operate between 7.30 this morning, 1.30 this afternoon, or until the vaccine supply is exhausted. The shots are $10 unless you have Blue Cross Blue Shield insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free throughout the day. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Connect. 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Another beautiful day today with a sunny sky, the high 73. Fair tonight, the low at 50. Tomorrow, increasingly cloudy. The chance of a shower by afternoon. Showers are more likely tomorrow night. The high tomorrow at 73 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. For more from Tide 100.9, let it fly! on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud. Pressure-treated time from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, then believe me, you certainly don't want to go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, to the Yellowwood hotline. And bring Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Coach. How are y'all? We're good. good okay. Uh, is Coach Stallings okay? I didn't hear everything y'all said. Is yeah, he's uh, he's got a he's got a hear. He's always had a, a bad hearing problem in one ear, and he was at the uh, the doctor yesterday, and um, he had a very difficult time understanding. You know, seven thirty. Kept thinking it was ten thirty. And so, right. hopefully, things will work out. But uh, Noah's calling him at seven fifteen. He wanted to be called fifteen minutes early to might be reminded. And so, hopefully, it works out. I, he wants to be on if, he, if Barry and I can get through to him. I hope so, because I always like it. Well, I just like to hear that he's doing okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he's okay. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that part. But you know, you were talking about. Uh, what makes Auburn so difficult to play at their uh, stadium and things like that. And uh, over the years, I've been to uh, several 
uh, ball games at Auburn, football games, and uh, <clears throat> the. Uh, but th- there's nothing like it when Alabama is coming to town. You know what I mean? Uh, the 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 Florida, back in the day when they were playing Florida State and all like this, they they about get fired up. But when when once the game started, uh, Alabama started coming to on campus games. They go into a freaking frenzy like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, I mean all all around that stadium, uh, all the tailgated, they are in a frenzy like you've never seen before. I think it was like that when they played Georgia. Uh, I think they got a they got a real home field advantage uh, there. They maybe, do. Maybe it's because they don't know if they're going to win or not, so they're on pins and needles. Maybe Alabama fans, ah, oh, we're going to beat Arkansas. I think everybody thought we're going to beat them. We turned out to be a lot closer game than you thought. So maybe it's the mentality of the fan knowing you're going to win before the game even starts and not knowing what makes it so electric down there. I don't know, but I tell you what, it's something. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, really, if you uh, if you you know how to take things. You know what I mean? Sure. And uh, and I've never seen a problem of any sort at Auburn uh, from the time I've been going there, except a lot of people going crazy, having a good time, and <laughs> it, it, it's really comical uh, when you when you're making your way to the stadium. And you got an Alabama shirt on. <laughs> well, it's a little bit it's 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 a little bit different today too, Tom. And that the head coach at Auburn was the head coach at Ole Miss. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, now that's going that'll stir it up a little bit. Know, I just cannot see it being the frenzy that it is when Alabama is in town. Well, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not. Hey, Tom, how many? Man, I, I'll tell you something else. So I've seen it crazy at LSU too. It's uh. Baton Rouge when Alabama's coming down. Now, not to the tune of, uh, uh, of how it is, at, uh, how Auburn fans are, but it gets kind of wild about uh, Alabama coming to town in Baton Rouge as well. Yeah, they get uh, rowdy at night. Uh, Tom, how many offensive players on this team will be first-round draft picks? On Alabama's team? Yeah. Uh, offensive players, none. Second round, maybe not black, maybe I don't know what year. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there, there's some second round talent in there. That it's uh, uh. But let me ask you this: I, I think something that we may be missing. Now, I may be off here, but my question is, uh, you know, it, it's not very much senior uh, players, junior and senior players on this team. Am I right about that? I, you know, the ones that would have been probably transferred. How good is this line? If you gave them a grade, A through F, what would you give them? Uh, the line? Yeah. I'd give them a D. D, all right. What would you give this receiving core? I think that they're C at best. That's giving them some leniency. All right. Quarterback play? Uh, I, I don't think you can grade it because I, I don't think that the surrounding cast has been anything near uh, what we could see out of uh, Milrow. I think he's a lot better than what this team allows him to be. All right. So now I heard you yesterday talking to Gary, saying you took offense that I said that this team is overachieved. Now you just described right. a team that didn't sound very good. That's six and one that beat Ole Miss and one at Texas A&M. And you said that you thought I was wrong I for did. saying this team is overachieved. You take the Alabama off the chest. 
and look at the okay. players and the positions that right. you just described. Why do you say this team that I'm wrong about that? I'm well, not, go ahead. Uh, well, I disagree. I'm not saying yeah, you're not, wrong. Not, you not very wrong. well be right. Not you wrong. Very well that you right, don't agree. You don't agree. You don't. I don't. I see it. I see it a little different. And this is why. Okay. I say that the, I see the potential. If this team would quit doing stupid things, penalties, and then carry out their assignments, it, it's obvious they got ability. It, it's obvious they got ability. And and uh, the, based on what I've seen us play, everybody else, uh, we should be under. We have the potential. Let me put it that way. I, I, we have the potential to be undefeated if 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 we quit doing dumb things. Now it's not a team that has a talent level that can uh, have a bunch of miscues and win. It just can't do that. And that's where that's kind of where I'm coming from. But wouldn't you say? But I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying. Yeah, that. but wouldn't you say a team that you just described a, a very, right. very I mean, I'm, the, I'm, the I'm, offensive line just, have a lot of good names and they're big guys, but they're not right. performing. Uh, I mean, I agree. Uh, South <laughs> Florida, who's awful, made us look bad. Uh, I agree. So, did uh, Dad and Tom? I remember. But, but, hey, let me let let me let me throw this in there, okay? Before. Sure. sure. Coach, I'm sorry, but uh, let me just throw this in here. The Texas A&M game, they had 10 coming back on defense, 10 coming back on offense. They were loaded. They're loaded. They had the best team that money could buy. We all agree with that. Alabama goes out there and beats them at home. Uh, and But Alabama could have won that game by two or three scores. <laughs> that potential. And the screw-up is what kept them from winning that game that much. You see where I'm coming from? Stuff like that for what made my decision. I'm sorry. Uh, guys, when they played Arkansas, didn't we have some receivers just running absolutely free and Jalen Milrow to basically just, just lob it till those guys catch it? Didn't we have that happen several times? Yeah. Why is it when that happens, like for Texas and Ole Miss, people will say, boy, Sark schemed them up. Lane Kiffin schemed them up. But if Tommy Reese does that and those guys are running wide open, nobody ever gives him credit and says that he schemed them up. Why is that? Are you asking me or Coach? Both of you. Well, I've never criticized Tommy Reese. You know, he's up against something that we've never seen before. At Alabama, the lack of discipline, the lack of concentration, potential to win and don't, and all this kind of stuff. He, he, you look, this coach staff's got their hands full. You look at this team, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life at Alabama. Yeah. Do you agree with that? It's, uh, I just can't believe the mistakes that a Nick Saban team makes. And I cannot believe that they're 130 in sacks given up on the quarterback. All right, but look, let me throw this in there. You want to hear? You want me to hit you with a sledgehammer? <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the condition of college football today. Caleb Williams at USC, he comes out yesterday and said, whatever team drafts me in the NFL, I want part ownership. Is that true? Did he really? I saw that. Did he, did I that... read it in the paper this morning. I hadn't had time to. Research it to see if it's true. I read that in the paper. Yeah, now, I'm that. just saying, if that is true, if that is true, that tells us something about where college football is today, don't it? 
Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine uh, if he actually did say that? <laughs> that, that, that we all of a sudden decide we don't we don't like somebody. So if we got receivers running wide open, well, didn't Tommy Reese scheme them up? If they're if they're running yeah. wide open, Dad, is that true? Well, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. I think ability is is down somewhat. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of them, and he probably looks for the guy that people don't like more than he does the others. So I would say that that's that's true. I think you're, I think quarterback is is good, not the best they've had, but good. And I think offensive coordinator knows knows offense. It's just the the talent level is a little bit down. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Thank you, Ty. Hey, thank you. I love the show. Thank you. All right, we'll go ahead and get to this break. Sorry, Philip, uh, call back so we we'll make sure we have enough time to get to uh, Coach Stallings and uh, get him in on the show. Two-minute truck there at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. That's the professionals. Handle. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. Give them a call today, 205-247-5050. Two-minute truck movers. Who care? Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic is starting to pick up, especially on 43 and 69 coming into town from up around the Lake Tuscaloosa area. McFarland also heavy eastbound coming in from West Tuscaloosa County. If you see other conditions, give me a call. These are super offers from Towns and Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Built to win. Built for championships. Throws intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on Tennessee. Our coverage begins at 1130 on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. If you Mr. SEC Tournament, Wimp Sanderson, gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room. Right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Building that fence, the deck, the pergola. There's only one choice. That's Yellowwood brand, pressure treated pine. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want to know. Coach Dawlings, Daz knows a lot about Yellowwood as well. We'll get right to the Yellowwood hotline. Then I'll let you bring Coach into the show. Well, Beebs and I have been friends a long time. In fact, when Beebs uh, was renting a house in Tuscaloosa, he got rich and moved across town and bought a house, and I moved in his old house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, yeah, when he made all, he made all that money, I think he... We had lots of good times, in. We sure did. We had a lot of... Yeah, he got a big raise. I think they raised him up to 5400 that year. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so, and uh, uh, anyway, we go back up 100, 100 years ago, and, of course, you were named after him. Named after him. Beebs, uh, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How you doing, Wimpus? I'm okay. I'm older than dirt, but okay. Um, uh, tell our fans now, about are you. you old as old dirt or new dirt? Well, I, I don't know. One of the two. Old dirt. Yeah, old dirt. Old dirt. Tell, tell our fans 
the week of the Tennessee game, uh, you know, Alabama really got clobbered last year. They they threw the football on them a lot um, and got beat real bad. But uh, tell our fans preparation for for the Tennessee game every, every third third uh, week in October when you were coaching. Well, first of all, we played when I was coaching there. We played Rocky Top till I got sick of it. We, <laughs> every time you turn on the radio, it was playing Rocky Top, and uh, it was always a big game. In fact, the uh, Alabama Tennessee game back in those days was bigger than the Alabama Auburn game, if you can believe it. Yeah, but we always got ready for the third uh, Saturday and 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 uh, October. October, November, whenever it was, to get ready to play that game, it was a big game. Um, I felt like Coach Bryant had rather beat uh, Tennessee really than he had Auburn in those days. Yeah, I think so because you know he played against Bob Nalen when he was at Kentucky, and it things didn't go too good back then. Right. <laughs> well, there's a little difference in Kentucky and Alabama. Yeah, that's true. Um, what what uh, what did did y'all really work a a great deal on what Tennessee did offensively and defensively, or did you work more on yourself? We didn't change very often, and uh, best I remember, Johnny Majors was coaching at Tennessee yeah. back in those days. And, he was, and he was a not only a great coach, but he was a good friend of mine. So we yeah. always looked forward to that particular game. Yeah, he was he was a heck of a guy. I was really like Barry. Uh, Coach, talk about a big game like this. I think the the players probably understand, especially after uh, going up to Knoxville and losing uh, the first time in a long time last year. But you can't peak too early. The week it's a long week getting ready. You want those guys ready to go on Saturday. How do you handle the practices and all so you don't peak too early before Saturday? Well, we didn't change a lot just because it was Tennessee. We still worked our game plan and the and the. Tuesday was a typical Tuesday, and Wednesday was a typical Wednesday, Thursday, typical Thursday, uh, right up to game time. It made a difference, in my opinion, whether or not we played in Tuscaloosa or Knoxville. Uh, they were awfully tough team to beat in Knoxville. Yeah. The crowd was always, back in those days, it was anywhere from ninety to 100,000 people at that particular game. So I, I really look forward to that particular game myself. Uh, Babes, has, has college football changed a lot since you coached? I know that they they uh, they throw it a lot more. Maybe, and of course, y'all 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 were smart with it. Uh, is it is it a better game today uh, than it was just on the field? I don't know. It was a it was a good game back in those days. Uh, the difference is you have so many good games now. Back in those days, we look forward to the to the Tennessee game. Uh, couple of weeks before the game and celebrated a week or so after the game. Now you play so many big games that you don't have a lot of time to to concentrate on it. But uh, I'm just telling you, the Alabama-Tennessee game was a biggie. Yeah. Babes, this NIL mess that they're paying these players, Coach Bryant would roll over in his grave if he knew they were giving this kind of money to get a player where they haven't gotten it to where it's it's actually just open cheating uh, because they don't have any rules on it. That that it's really kind of messed up uh, college football a little bit, maybe. Yeah, it just it it uh, it comes down to who can buy the best team. And you know, it, 
we forget you go to college for an education. You don't go to necessarily play football, but uh, they put so many rules on it. Now they play the pay the players so much money that it just it's just gotten out of proportion, in my opinion. They they're about to pile up a good game. Yeah. Coach, talk a little bit about being in a program. Everybody wants to be in a program where the expectations are high. Uh, I saw Dabo, uh, last night or Monday night, uh, they're four and two and he set the expectations so high there at Clemson with what he's done. Some of the fans are now disgruntled and he's, uh, pretty frustrated with them talking about, uh, either you're well, with that, it. That's his fault. If it's, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Just be winning so many games, huh? I keep up with several teams during the year, and, and ten, uh, Clemson is one of them because of Dabo. What an outstanding individual he is, and what a super job he's done coaching. And they always say, "Well, will, will Dabo replace Coach uh, Saban when he when he gets ready to retire?" I hope not. Uh, you know, he's he's under enough pressure, but uh, he doesn't need to be going to Clemson to. Uh, Alabama. Talk about the expectations of the Alabama job, especially what, what Coach Saban's done. And when he does decide to hang it up, the expectation of the next guy come in, it's almost impossible to meet, isn't it, Coach? Right. They want, they want to win. They want to win right now. So uh, he's doing a good job at Clemson, and I hope he stays there. Yeah. Beeps, uh your old nemesis, not your old nemesis, but when you were A&M, Back in these day, all days, Texas and Texas A and M uh, don't like each other. As, as that's natural, but Texas and Oklahoma are coming into the league. Uh, I don't think it's uh, maybe I, everybody thinks it's great. I'm not sure it is. I thought I thought the league was better without good without Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, and, and the first year Texas plays A and M. Your thoughts on that? And I'm glad they're in the league, to tell you the truth. The SEC is an outstanding league, and uh, I think that that's a, just a, makes it a plus when you get those kind of teams in the, in the league. Is there something that, uh, I mean, Texas A&M's had a good program over the years, but they're not a championship-level uh, program yet. Uh, I know that they got plenty of money. Facilities aren't a problem. Uh, they use the NIL probably better than anybody. Is there is there one particular thing maybe at Texas A and M that just keeps them from getting over the hump? Well, you can't say it was that way when I was there because it, when I was coaching there, we had no co-eds. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it made it extremely difficult. Football players like to go where there there's girls there, and they, we had no girls at Texas A&M when I was coaching there. Now that's all changed. The stadium is 100, 205,000. They've got great facilities, and they really support the team. So A&M now is not the same as it was when I was coaching. Yeah, yeah. I know we uh, we lost John Mark, who I love so much. He used to mock me all the time. But uh, tell our tell our listeners what those gals goes daughter's years are doing what what uh, your family's about now well uh, john mark used to he liked to imitate old wimp he he would get over here and he, he would put his hands together and he would puss and and i'd say johnny what you doing he said i'm imitating wimp and, uh, <laughs> so he would entertain us for quite a while we thoroughly we thoroughly missed johnny he was a he was a joy to have and and uh 
be a while before I ever get over that day. Sure, I know it. It's hard to bring it up. I, I agree. How about the daughters? Yeah, the girls are doing fine. They, they come down and visit with Ruth Ann and I quite frequently. In fact, I think some of them are coming in this weekend. And uh, uh, they know that, you know, when you get a little older, you need a little help. Huh. And they help us a whole lot. I tell you, we couldn't make it without those girls. Well, I know our, our listeners. I told our listeners that you know you had you were at the doctor about your ear. Tell our tell our listeners about your health because I I'll get two or three calls that I didn't ask you about that. How you doing? My health is fine. Uh, a wimp, it really is. I'm still as active as I've ever been. I I work on the ranch all the time, and uh, uh, obviously about the only thing I do is rather than go to. I, I haven't been to a game this year. I thought I would go to an A&M game or so and so make for the season over and so forth. I, I just watch them on television. So my traveling days have sort of gone down a little bit. I've got a, uh, a great Southern board meeting coming up, and I'm looking forward to visiting with Jimmy Range and all the people yeah. there at the great Southern board. Well, with Jimmy, Jimmy uh, um, of course, I talked with Jimmy occasionally, and he's a sponsor of our show, and, um, that, that, uh, uh, that, that banquet they had last year had all, between seven to nine hundred people there. Uh, that, that thing has really grown, hasn't it? And he, I can't tell you how many scholarships he's responsible for. He, he wants the youngsters to go to college. He doesn't care whether they go to Auburn or Alabama, Tennessee or whatnot. He just feels like it's important that they go to college. He has sponsored many youngsters going to college. Coach, uh, we're talking with Coach Stallings. Uh, tell the listener a little bit about those trips you guys go on. I know Coach Die, uh, <laughs> you know Vince Dooley goes, Dad goes. Uh, you've gone with them. Uh, you guys, Jimmy Rain takes you guys somewhere. Uh, well, I, I had to bury, I had to look overlook him, Coach Coach Die over up in Montana last time we went. How good of we went to Alaska yeah. a lot of times, and we would go fishing, and it was a, <laughs> it was an outstanding week, and we. Caught lots of fish, but we told lots of tales too. So I thoroughly enjoyed that, and I really miss it. Uh, did you ever see Dad catch a fish or ride a horse? Did you no, ever see? I didn't. He he was not much of a fisherman, to tell you the truth. He, he would he would puss a little bit if the weather wasn't just exactly right. But well, you but you you took a picture of me riding a horse. <laughs> well, we went on one trip where we just traveled around and looked at different parts of the country. And, and they had a horse down there, and, and Wimp decided that he would ride the horse. I said, now, Wimp, you know when side to get on? He said, oh, yeah, I know all about horses. But when he got on it, he couldn't make it go. It just I got, wrong, got on the wrong side, too. I think he was facing backwards on the horse or something, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but it, those were great trips, and we thoroughly enjoyed them. We thoroughly missed them. Yeah, yeah. And we um, enjoyed old Wimp going with us, too. Yeah, we have good. We always have a good time. Um, Alabama and Tennessee uh, is a game that that you know you smoke cigars after if you win, um, but it is a not easy to get your team ready to play the game after Alabama and Tennessee. In my opinion, that's as hard as, pl- as trying to play the the, the Alabama Tennessee game. You're going to be a good football team. you got to win every week, regardless of who you play. Whether or not it's Tennessee or uh, Vanderbilt or where, uh, 
anytime Alabama plays, we expect the very best out of them and so forth. So far, uh, uh, they've been doing a good job of competing. We can, we can say, but does an outstanding job getting this team ready to play. What are you, what are you, are you growing it, growing anything out there on the farm? No, I don't have anything growing over. I did grow lots of tomatoes, but those are all gone now. That, uh, early in the fall when you have used tomatoes. How many horses you got? I've got three. I just look at them primarily. Hadn't been on a horse in a long time. They just beat them. Yeah. Well, Barry, anything else? Well, I just, uh, you know, wanted to talk to you a little bit. If you watch this Alabama football team, uh, you know, they've struggled at times with a big win out of Texas A&M, big win, uh, against Ole Miss here at home. They got, that was, uh, tennis. That was a big win. Yeah. But talk about that game. A&M has become very competitive in the SEC and, uh, Alabama, Tennessee, that, uh, A&M and Tennessee, Alabama, Tennessee, all those games are big when you play Tennessee. You're going to have a, if you play them more, you're going to have over 100,000 of it's ever game. Yep. That. Um, I really appreciate you being on. And uh, is Ruth Ann doing okay? Well, she's doing fine. And she'll be glad to know that, that you ask about her. How's Diane? But she's fine. She do it. She's good. Everything's good. And well, the boys are doing good. So well, I appreciate Good here. Ruth Ann stays awfully busy. And, well, uh, good. She's That's a lot good. busier than I am, Tate. Truth. Yeah. Well, you're not busy anymore. You just you just uh, giving interviews. <laughs> Everybody call you if they could get to you. I'm all, I'm about the only one that can get to you. Well, I I hope to see you again again before uh, before Jimmy Rain's deal next next year. But uh, I appreciate you being on, Barry, and I do, and I uh, hope things continue well, to go always, good for you. Always enjoy being on your show, and you're a dear friend. You have been for a long time. We lived in the same house there in, <laughs> in uh, Tuscaloosa yeah. after after you moved in. And yeah. so anyway, I, I thoroughly enjoy all those memories of you. Yeah, I do too. Thanks again, Bees. Appreciate it so much. Holler anytime I can help, Well, right. Good year. Good luck this year, right. this week to the Alabama team. Thank you. All right, there's uh, Coach Stallings there. We always appreciate uh, Coach being on. And uh, if you heard him right, he he hopes Dabo does not replace Nick Saban. Yeah. We've heard that a lot. You heard uh, that from Danny Ford as well. So um, anyway, it's, it's uh, interesting, uh, interesting times there. All right, we'll go ahead and take this this break. Get back. We'll. Uh, have one more segment at the top of the hour break. We'll talk to uh, Justin out at Tuscaloosa Toyota at the 8 o'clock hour. Alabama One, go to www.alabama1.org. You want to purchase that vehicle, your dreams, get that loan out at Alabama One. Rates as low as 3.99%. Terms available to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. That will help you when you go on the dealership lot. They also have an Alabama One Auto Mall. Uh, you can pick out the car of your dreams right there on the website. Go to www.alabama1.org. That's the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 69 Northbound near Upper Hulls Road. This is in South Tuscaloosa County. You can expect delays. Very heavy traffic, 43 southbound at McFarland, 69 backed up at Union Chapel. These are super offers from towns and Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. 
Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. Christian Miller from the Miller's Edge here. And I want to remind you, tomorrow, Wednesday, hump day, we'll rush around the SEC, continue to break down Tennessee as it's Tennessee Hate Week, and take your phone calls right here on the Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another beautiful day today with a sunny sky, the high 73. Fair tonight, the low at 50. Tomorrow, increasingly cloudy. The chance of a shower by afternoon. Showers are more likely tomorrow night. The high tomorrow at 73 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 44 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Eli Gold, Chris Stewart, and Roger Hoover live right here. Tide 100.9 is a proud partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Pressure pretty fine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want to go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. You'll build that great deck, fence, pergola. Uh, then you obviously want to use Yellowwood. Now, I told you about the uh, app when you download the app. And up in the right-hand corner, it has a little message uh, deal there. And you can uh, put in your information. Then once I think you get it in there, if I'm, if I'm right, then they can send messages to us. And somebody sent a message to us. No, what kind of message did we get on the app this morning? Well, I, I, I'd like to say it's a, a nice message. I'll let you decide. So listener Dusty Uh-oh. Uh-oh. sent us a message and said, Barry, this is about you, Barry. Uh-oh. Barry is channeling his inner fine bomb with trying to stir up the Bama fans. <laughs> inner fine. Uh, well, I, I, now, do you think, do you see Alabama fans... Uh, is people that they only want you to say good things. Like if you try to be, uh, honest about what you see, uh, and you and I said we thought they'd lose two, maybe three games this year. People say, ah, oh, he's being negative again. Is that being negative or just being, being honest? I, I think sometimes Alabama, that's why they don't like Gary Danielson because he doesn't always praise Alabama. Do you find that with Alabama fans? Maybe, or is that with all fan bases? I think it's like such a hot, some of what it's with all, but I think, of course, you, I'm, I'm told I've ever been around been those fans. And I think it sometimes gets ridiculous because Gary Danielson is about as good as I can find listening to him. He tells me what happens, but live that way. If you say something negative, but, uh, what happens on this show that, uh, this guy wrote you about is, uh, this guy, uh, cut my guts out when I was coaching, um, uh, Something about as bad. It was his. It was his first job ever to to write newspaper stuff. He wasn't on radio, and it, the things he said were so bad. I had to, I had to cancel a paper. Uh, now that's you know because I got the job and I shouldn't have gotten it and so forth. And, and uh, then when we get to the sixteen and lose, it'd be worse. So uh, I, I think you know what you're saying is is accurate and. Um, you're not, you're just I think what to we say court. is we say stuff that we really believe. Yeah, I think he, they he, say stuff yeah. oh, they just to just yeah. to stir it yeah. up and, yeah. and, and uh like like Joseph Goodman, for instance. And I didn't oh, read the article. Terrible. I didn't read the article. Uh 
but the headline of the article said basically if Lane Kiffin loses Auburn, yeah. he should be fired. Yeah. Like, what? They were trying to get rid of that. I missed that the other day, Barry. You said no. You said, I'm just saying, but that's an example of you're just you know that's not true, so you're just writing that or saying yeah. that where. When we say we don't think the offensive line played that well, uh, we think this team has exceeded expectations. That's what I really believe. I think what Feinbaum and them do, they say things that they don't really believe it. Uh, they just say it to try to make people well, mad. What happens, what happens if you will note that, uh, uh, each, uh, each day or each week, they will have a team that they think is going, the coach is going to be fired. And uh, the players are this and that and so forth, and uh, so uh, that that's what that's what happens all the time um, because it, you know you you're going to listen to find out who what coach he thinks is going to be fired, um, and so and so said this or said that, and and so you're you're just like I talked about the headlines are important. Well, when you get to radio, it's quite different. You want people to listen to you and. You know, we're going to, we're going to tomorrow. And then I did this with Gene Stallings. I want, I, I called you yesterday and I asked you, uh, to tell 100.9 we were having Gene Stallings on because I thought, I thought it was a good, a, a good guest. And so, um, but they go, they do it in a very negative way. Your, your stuff is just your, your opinion about the team. And, and, and we, we both of you and I both need opinions and I have opinions too. About the team, about a lot of things I don't say, but um, it's it's it is what it is. But if you want it, you're not doing it in a way to get people to listen to our show. Uh, most people are doing it or writing it to get people to read or write, uh, to read or or listen to what they have to say negative about who's going to get fired or who's not going to be the quarterback and so forth. All right, let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline, go to Homewood and get David into the show. Good morning, David. Good morning, guys. I got a question about, and uh, you may have already talked about this this week. If you have, I apologize for asking again. But um, looking at the schedule, and unless I read it wrong, Tennessee played in Nashville for their first game. Since that time, they've only been on the road once. Would that be correct? Uh, I'm pulling up their schedule now. I don't want to. Uh, they played Virginia. I think they played them in Nashville. Uh, yeah. Austin, they played at Florida uh, in Los. Right, that's, that's, yeah, so you're right. They had Texas San Antonio at home, South Carolina at home, and A&M at home. So they played one neutral site and one road game. Well, I, I would dare to say that I would not really. I know it's not in Nealon, but uh, yeah, sure. I would not say that Nashville is a neutral site. Um, so my question is, do you think that will have any effect? Because they did not play real well at Florida. Good point. Uh, and uh, you have what? Do you think that would have any effect on perhaps how they play? No, I think I think it would. I yeah. absolutely go ahead, Dad. Yeah. I absolutely think it would go ahead, Dad. Yeah, I think I think it'll have an effect. I don't think it's in doubt. I'm a little bit surprised to be honest that uh, I looked last night nine and a half points. Uh, Barry may have seen different, but uh, I saw one that's nine and a half points. I, I think it'll have some effect. Um, I think they they play harder at home, uh, and I I was impressed with how diff, how hard they played against A and M, uh, especially uh, rushing on the defensive end and, and trying to make their defense better because it you know it's been one of their weak links, and the passing game is not as good. The defense is better, 
So uh, people are trying to go after Milrow, and that, I think they feel like that's the way to, to beat Alabama is go after him, and that's the reason the offensive line is some some team that Barry and I talk about all the time because yeah. offensive line got to keep them off. But you're you're uh, you're right. I think you're right. All right, I got one more one more question for you, and that's simply this: I've heard that these writers like Goodman, people like that, they make money based on how many hits they get. Sure, is that correct or incorrect? Sure. Yeah, and radio radio shows do too. Radio shows are there. Remember this now: when they're on a radio show at two o'clock, they're in competition with somebody else on another radio show in the same city at two o'clock. And ESPN is checking that two o'clock rating where that person is talking versus the the two o'clock people on the other show. And I got to say something that's going to make you listen to me or something something bad about somebody because people like to hear bad stuff about people yeah they get uh you know they want that article clicked and opened because then they sell it to advertisers they can say this article was clicked and opened so they write a headline that you say huh i better click that and open it because i want to see then you get into the story <laughs> whether it's one you want to read or not it's you've already clicked it so that's that's where yeah. they that's how they use that yeah. Well, guys, that, that's why when I find out one of these guys is a really negative guy and he's printed two or three things or written two or three things negative, I won't click on his article. There you go. I don't like, hey, yeah. Take you, care, guys. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And I think David's right. You can kind of see through that stuff. You know uh, kind of what they're trying to do there. I would take this top of the hour break. We'll head down to Skyland Boulevard, find out what Justin's doing down at Tuscaloosa Toyota. That's the Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 69 northbound near Upper Holes Road. This is in South Tuscaloosa County. You can expect delays. Very heavy traffic, 43 southbound at McFarland, 69 backed up at Union Chapel. These are super offers from towns of Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com for all their products and service there. You see the new inventory, the used inventory. You can schedule a service. Uh, they got a great deal out there right now. Uh, buy three tires, get one for the fourth tire for a dollar. And who better to talk about it? We'll get right to Tuscaloosa Toyota hotline. It's Justin Troll out there on Skyland Boulevard. Good morning, Justin. How, Justin, how are you, sir? Good morning. Man, everything's good. How are y'all doing? Oh, okay. Great. You're the only guy I know that can follow, uh, Gene Stallings, uh, Coach Gene Stallings. So, uh, welcome in, Justin. How's things going this morning? Man, everything's going good. Um, just want to, uh, get everybody's attention, like you said, Barry, to, you know, buy three, get one uh, tire for a dollar. It's the best deal on tires right now. You can't find one any better than that. 
Um, there's so many tires in the dealership right now that we're having to make pass, get around back there in the shop. So tires are, that's a really good deal. If you, if you need tires, if you're close to needing tires, now's the time to shop tires right now. Tuscaloosa Toyota, and you can do it right there online, set your stuff up an appointment and get it done. Uh, uh Talk about the inventory you guys got on the lot. Also talk about you got the holiday seasons coming up. A lot of times people want to uh, buy their significant other a, a car or an SUV or a truck or for one of their kids or whatever, maybe planning ahead, maybe getting something for the holidays to give away. Uh, how early do they need to get to you guys to do things like that, Justin? Yeah, so um, it, it's, it's not, I mean, it, it's one of those things where if it's, if it's something that might be somewhat difficult to get, and maybe you yeah. want to, to to you know zone in on a certain color, certain option, maybe you're haste, but hasty about it. But we got our inventory right now. It's funny. I heard David say yesterday, we got to find somewhere to put. Listen to this. We got to find somewhere to put all these new cars. Really? It literally is. We've got so many right now that we 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 don't we don't have any spots for them. So we got. We got to get that figured out. I think he's planning on doing that today. So the inventory right now is large, and what that means is, is you know, we're not in love with any of these things, so we want to sell them. We're going to we price all of our cars to sell them, not what we hope to get. And right now, if you want a great deal on on a vehicle, um, right now it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a Tacoma, a Camry, or whatever. And and, and I think the fear right now is interest rates, you know, being a little higher than they normally are. Right now, rates on, on, on new cars are, are really good. I, I'm selling a Tacoma, um, I think it was two days ago, and, and the rate, they did 36 months. The rate was in the twos. Wow. And it, and, and so if you go into 48 months, and I mean, you're talking about rates around 4%. I mean, so they were extremely happy. And a Tacoma is not a, it's not a vehicle. Y'all know this, I man. It's the number one selling compact truck, the best compact truck on the road, always has been. That's not a truck that Toyota really has to incentivize to sell, but yet they do. There's discounts on those trucks. There's special interest rates on those trucks. So right now is a good time to shop. Just using that one for an example, right now is a good time to buy a Tacoma and all of our vehicles like that. And, and, and let's see. So the Camry, the Corolla, the Highlander, the RAV4, all those things have special financing and great deals right now. Tuscaloosa Toyota, but you can shop all of that, see everything, see the rate, buy a car, set your service up. Very easy right there at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Yep, that. Uh, I'm enjoying um, my vehicles, great shape. I, I'm still learning to do all the little things that Toyotas have that uh, you don't know about, but uh, it, it's taking a little time. But um, when, I, when I learn something, uh, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> Well, and, and, and I told, I was telling somebody the other day when I was delivering a car, you know, these cars now, basically, Barry, you can take your hands, and, and I'm not I'm not an advocate for this, but, you know, I was driving, uh, I get a demo, so it changes, and I, so I get to drive different ones all the time, and you can literally take your hands off the steering wheel, and the car basically drives for you now. It senses within 15 seconds that your hands is not on the steering wheel, so it, it, knows, it knows what you're trying to do, and it won't let you, but... But these cars right now have so much technology, so much safety, and it's geared toward getting to, – to change it to where you're not looking at, at your phone and all of that stuff. I mean, it's made real easy 
to where everything is, is wireless, everything's hands-free, so it's safe. So there's a lot of stuff on these cars that are really nice. And um, we all we want to do is, is get you out to lot and show you some stuff. And maybe you're almost getting ready for, uh, you know, in the market for a car. We'll, we'll treat you right. We'll get you in and out fast as we can, give you our best price, and um, get you taken care of. All right, uh, don't tell dad that, uh, those ladies going down 280, they won't have to touch the steering wheel now. They can fix their makeup and all while they're driving go oh. down the, down the street. Uh, 280. Go. Yeah. 280. 280 lady. Woo. You ever heard of 280 lady, Justin? Well, I would, uh, I, I've heard some stories. David tells us that he lives up that way. David tells us that. Uh, 280s, uh, I wouldn't want to be driving that road every morning. I never figured out why people live down there. So I'll tell them, hey, we got a game. So was, oh, there ain't no way I can come to that game. You know what the traffic will be at that time on Well, especially on Fridays. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. All right. Well, Justin, lastly, tell everybody how they get in touch with you guys. They want to come in. They want to look at a car. They want to uh, get a tire, uh, get three tires, get one. Tell them what they need to do. Well, the first, the first place that people find us, um, it's not, it's not driving on the lot. You know, it's not a phone call. First place people finds us and the first time they show up in our showroom actually is on our website, TuscaloosaToyota.com, where we make it easy. Um, you can find us there. You can do every single thing that involves a car right there, uh, rent a car, service a car, buy a car, do your credit. Everything can be done right there at TuscaloosaToyota.com or we're a phone call away. Like I said, we're a click away. Um, if you want to come down, there's still many, many, many people that love to just come down the lot, put your hands on stuff. We can do it. Um, we can do all of that. So we make it easy right there. But check us out first at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Justin, we appreciate you guys. You Thanks, guys to, out there thank you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, man. Looking forward to the blue plate tomorrow. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, the blue plate. Everybody's hot about the blue plate. All right, let's get, we got several calls here. We'll get through them real quick before we get to uh, Bill Cameron, uh, get to the Tussles Toyota Hotline, get Little Al in. Good morning, Little Al. Hey, morning, guys. How y'all doing this morning? Good. Okay. All right. I, I, I really enjoyed that uh, interview with Coach Stullins. I was I was around uh, school about those days. It was a good time, and uh, it's always neat to, to hear you talking. I'm still trying to figure out. In my mind's eye, wimp on a horse. I, I can't. I can't. Get oh, I've that got. I've got to, I, he actually. He didn't remember it, but I, we stopped at a. We stopped at a ranch, and he had a. For some reason, he had a camera. I don't know why, but I don't even. I don't know even cell phones. I don't. Can't remember. But I got on that horse, and I've still got the pictures on my on my iPad, and he. He uh, made a bunch of pictures of me. I thought and you got on the horse backwards. I may have. And then one time we went to Col- <laughs> one time we went to Colorado, <laughs> and I actually in Colorado I rode a horse. So I asked yeah. you why you were on that horse backwards. He said you were trying to do some trick riding. I wasn't. I wasn't on that horse backwards. But uh, <laughs> that's what they said. Yeah, they say everything. Those guys. Yeah, those, those guys. Hey. Are, yes. Go ahead, Laura. Hey, coach. You ever you ever get you ever get uh, Coach Stallings in the in the gym? See that that's that's your domain, man. You no, I don't get him in the gym. He's uh, you know, I I was kind of do coach. Uh, I kind of do Jimmy Range banquet, and we had to roast him one time. And uh, he told he told Jimmy, okay. And then when I went to him to say, now, Beebs, I'm gonna have to bust you a little bit. He said, no, no, I, I don't want you to. I said, Beebs, you should have told Jimmy Rain that instead of telling me you ain't gonna do it. 
And uh, uh, tell everybody why you call him Beebs. That's my texture says he calling him Beebs. Yeah, Beebs is his nickname. Yeah, Beebs. Yeah, Beebs is his nickname. Yeah, but I, but I, um, I was careful because he never he would he never would pass the football. Everybody hated him because he wouldn't pass it. And uh, yep. I, I tried. And one time he went to the, he went to the White House with the team, and he got mad because the president was late getting out there to see the team. <laughs> and uh, and I, I, I tell you what, the funniest thing is, it's not it's cute. Uh, I told it because the coach, coach, coach Saban went too. But I said that Beebs, the the security guard was standing there, and Beebs uh, said. Uh, if the press is not out here in the next 15 minutes, I'm taking my team to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> and the and the security guard said, well, who are you? He said, I'm Beebe Stallings, head, basketball, head football coach at Alabama. He said, oh, yeah, you're that coach. You won't ever pass it. <laughs> and... Uh, 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 you know, hey. I, I, that's, I, that's that's as good as I could do. Without true story, he went to the uh, secret service yeah. and said, "The president's it, got 15 minutes to be here. We're getting on those buses. We're going back yeah. to Tuscaloosa." I don't know. I, I don't think it was George Bush. I believe it was Clinton. Oh, boy. It, was Clinton. it was Clinton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a story on these. Real funny. Coach Dawes came to speak at the Montgomery Quarterback Club yeah. back in the day, and this was when uh, Bobby Bowden and. Uh, Teams like Oklahoma were just running the score up because the the computers that were part of that um, BC, wasn't BCS. I don't remember what it was back then, but it gave uh, it gave you extra points for for running scores up, and they would do it. And you know Alabama was winning, you know, ten to seven, fourteen yeah. to ten. Oh, I know he, would, he wouldn't pass it. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so um, I had the nerve to stand up, and you know, after he had done his talk and everything, and Ooh. I asked him a question. And um, and I said, Coach, you know, with the way things are going these days, with the way these teams are running up the score, I said, Coach, you know, if we want to move up in the polls, shouldn't it? Shouldn't we try to be, you know, you know, scoring a little bit more? And he just paused for a minute, and he goes, Man. We trying to get first downs, and this guy wants us to score touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> that's some guts to ask that question. Dude. Yeah, that's that's a hey, tough man, question. I just I just bowed. I just bowed to him, and he, everybody's laughing. I just bowed to him and sat out. <laughs> that's a good question. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you called in today. We need a lot of callers, and appreciate you calling in. Thank you, little Al. Hey, I got I got one question that maybe y'all take off the air. Uh, okay. Coach Coach uh, Stalin said he didn't want Dabo take that job and and that that was understood but is it did he not want him to take the job for Dabo or for Alabama y'all think for, for Dabo for, well yeah I think, yeah, thank for you. Dabo I, yeah yeah I think he meant for well I don't know if he, 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 think, he thinks Dabo does a good job coaching more so than the fans at, at Clemson do now because they lost two games didn't one of his, didn't his grandkids go up there and play for Dabo yeah he had his his uh he had one of his um uh uh Daughters, one of the kin, kin folks went and signed a scholarship with Dabo and played for Dabo. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. he did. I would take this break. We'll get to Bill Cameron, uh, find out what's going on down on the plains as Auburn gets prepared for uh, Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. You listen to Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Football brought to you by Pearl River Resort, Choctaw, Mississippi. Your destination for casino thrills, family fun, and live entertainment. (laughs) 
from the University of Alabama. This is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama Sports and it's brought to you by Koneka Sausage, a true southern flavor since 1947 and the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Visit online at ConecuhSausage.com. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. On Tuesday's edition of Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR, we were joined by Alabama linebacker Deontay Lawson. And we talked before about that leadership aspect even before the season. Now, have you learned more just as the year's gone along about what it truly means to be one of the key leaders on this team? Yeah, I'm still learning every day. Um, it's definitely a process uh, I enjoy. Um, I'm not really shying away from it, trying to, you know, do it, do everything I can to, you know, eventually have a great team. So now Alabama gets ready for Tennessee. Last year we saw their kind of high-paced offense. So what's the challenge for the defense playing in a fast clip like that? Uh, everybody getting the signal, getting on the same page. Um, they like to run the ball, so we got to, you know, stop the run first, and, and that'll be a big piece in this game. I'll have more in a moment. Favorite jeans, favorite shirt. Got Kaneka sausage and I'm firing it up, yeah. Everybody knows how to get my grill on. You can smell that flavor up and down the road. It's a little taste of heaven and everybody knows. It's how I get my grill on. Kaneka sausage. It's just a little taste of heaven. In addition to our conversation with Deontay Lawson on Tuesday, on Thursday's edition of Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR, we'll be joined by Alabama quarterback Jalen Milrow, as well as John Parker Wilson, Eli Gold, and CBS Sports' Brad Nessler. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Kaneka Sausage. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another beautiful day today with a sunny sky, the high 73. Fair tonight, the low at 50. Tomorrow, increasingly cloudy. The chance of a shower by afternoon. Showers are more likely tomorrow night. The high tomorrow at 73 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker www.alabama1.org. We'll talk more about those guys here uh, at the end of this segment, but go to alabama1.org to find all the different products and services. Are we get to the Alabama One hotline? He's with ESPN 106.7, The Drive, down in Auburn, Opelika, every Monday through Friday from 4 to 6. Uh, Bill Cameron. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Hey, Bill. Hey. Well, how are you guys? I'm fine. It's not it's not many uh times that a former Ole Miss coach comes in and is now the head coach at Auburn's and plays as Alba Mata, well not Alba Mata, but where he coached it's a little bit different in it. Yeah, well, I mean we we have seen it before. I mean, uh Tubbs Tubbs obviously yeah, had right. done that. But uh but yeah, Hugh was asked about that and said that it's probably good that uh, that that he took a Liberty team into Oxford, so it's at least not the first time. But you know, did admit you know he's got an awful lot of friends there, and and uh, still still has you know strong feelings for for his time there at Ole Miss. So that's that you know if if 
if we hadn't seen what we saw this past Saturday night, that would probably be getting a lot more ink. But boy, there's a, you know, right now the main concerns are what happened Saturday night in Baton Rouge and, uh, can they, can they, uh, get back on track after that, uh, very, um, you know, unpleasant experience. Well, the quarterback situation that that confusing. It is, and and I, I was confused again by it Saturday night. I mean, uh, you you see quarterbacks changed mid drive, and that's the kind of thing I just I don't think is good for either the quarterbacks or the team. They don't really know, you know, who's in charge, who's their leader. Um, it seems like uh, you know Auburn got out. Well, Auburn obviously got off to a, a very slow start, both offensively and defensively. Robbie Ashford comes in and looks like he's moving the team a little bit, but when it gets into a third and long situation, he's immediately pulled out. So you have the feeling they don't have confidence in Robbie to run the full offense, and uh, it's hard to have confidence in Peyton because the offense just seems to sputter a lot unless they're in uh, unless they're going up tempo. And and I thought it was interesting. That's one of the things that that Hugh Freeze talked about is you could see he really wants to run up tempo, uh, and and it it's like Auburn is running an offense that he's not comfortable with, that his offensive coordinator is not comfortable with, but he's been trying to do things to to help the defense and. You just wonder now if if um, they will either scrap that and say to heck with it. Let's see if we can score points, and we may lose, you know, fifty to thirty as opposed to twenty-seven to ten or something like that. If the defense can't hold them, or do you just go ahead and decide let's try to go back to what Auburn did down the stretch last year under Cadillac and and just uh, you know not not really focus on trying to throw the ball and try to run it as well as you can. Uh, you know, there probably certain teams for Auburn. I felt like LSU was a bad matchup. Oh, I did too. Uh, a team that can score like that versus Auburn, who who has a trouble scoring. I think maybe Ole Miss is the same. I think Alabama. I mean, uh, Auburn matches up better against Alabama maybe than they do against LSU and even Ole Miss style. The style of play that they run. Uh, am I right about that? Yeah, as crazy as that may sound, I agree with you, Barry. I've been saying that for a while. I mean, uh, I was I was very uncomfortable about that matchup against LSU because they can score so quickly. And Ole Miss is a team they're going to go faster than LSU. This is going to be a team that that really, I mean, Lane loves to run fast. I believe they're uh, they're averaging a, a snap every like twenty two seconds. So, I mean, that's going to be a huge challenge for the Auburn defense, and I agree. I mean, it's it's not a good matchup. The best thing for all, best news for Auburn is they had a couple of guys back at practice they haven't had since early in the year. Keontae Scott, who was their leader there, and and nickel and punt returner, one of the leaders there in the secondary, was back at practice yesterday. He's been out after he had that that surgery for. Um, uh, for the for the high ankle sprain that that we've seen become so popular and got, got you know Alabama really got things started with it. Brock Bowers is now having that surgery as well, but Keontae's back at practice. Austin Keys, the Ole Miss transfer who was a starting linebacker, was back out there yesterday with uh, with a club type uh, wrap on his hand. He'd broken his thumb, 
And so those are those are two big returnees. I mean, because uh, somebody was asking yesterday, well, uh, you know, what's the problem with the defense? Well, part of it's LSU, but the other problem is you lost your leader and your your top uh, one of your top players in the secondary in Keontae Scott, your top linebacker heading into the season at Austin Keys, and your best run stopper on the defensive front in Masai Nazili Kite. I mean, other than that, oh, everything's fine. But you lose you lose you lose your best player at all three levels, and that's tough. So it's good to at least have a couple of them back. They're going to need them this week. Yeah, I think uh, Auburn, we're talking with Bill Cameron, uh, matched up better with Georgia than they did oh, yeah. LSU. And so I, I listen to people, and they talk about, you mean, Hugh Freeze does a great job, and he can keep that game close against Georgia. And then I listen to some of the same people two weeks later, and they say the game's past him. It's past him now because of what LSU did did to him. I'm like, people, like a week ago, y'all were saying uh, what an amazing job he's done. And in, one, in two weeks, the, the game has passed him. Where are we with Hugh, Hugh Freeze and the Auburn people right now? Well, I mean, that, that fans will be fans. And I mean, you know, it's, it's frustrating and, and obviously it's what have you done lately? And it's, and I don't mean this year. It's like, how was it last week? Yeah. You're right. I mean, everyone was proud of the effort that Auburn gave against Georgia. I will tell you this though, guys, the most concerning thing to me was Auburn didn't look like a team that was coming off an open week. And, uh, I mean, they just, uh, I thought, well, there'd be some, there'd be some wrinkles. There'd be a couple of things that, LSU wasn't ready for maybe maybe they had those planned and because they got down so quickly they didn't go to them but even even uh, coach Freeze talked about his team sort of looking like zombies there on the sideline they didn't have uh, any energy any juice if you will boy that's that's the word for this year isn't it but LSU didn't look like a team that was playing their seventh straight game in seven weeks they were a lot more that um, they had a lot more energy. Of course, a lot of that has to do with the fact of playing at home. And we've seen such a difference from teams all across the country playing at home and playing on the road and from week to week. You know, I, I've, I've tried to caution some of the some of the folks that are ready to toss it in and go, man, was this a right decision to uh, to look back at Louisville and Notre Dame over the last couple of weeks? You know, Notre Dame got it handed to them by Louisville and people went, ah, that's it for them. They're gone. And then they turn around and spank Southern Cal. And what does Louisville do the week after they hand it to Notre Dame? Pitt you know, just completely controls them. So uh, it, it is crazy. I do think the – I think the transfer portal has a little to do with that as well. I just don't know um, how much chemistry you have. And when things start to – if things aren't going well, uh, who do you rely on? Who are the real leaders? Have you had enough time to really build them? So, you know, I'm not ready to toss in the towel yet. I do think most people would expect it Auburn to be 3-3 three and three at this point. Maybe it's not the way you expected it to be three and three, or it didn't look as uh, competitive. But it's it's changed. I think that you know, back in the day, uh, when when you when you had a coaching change, um, we've seen quite a few. You know, a couple of Auburn's most successful coaches, Pat Dye and Tommy Tuberville, went five and six their first year. But you could see how they competed. And up until the LSU game, I felt like that's what we were seeing from this team. But I think these days it's a little tougher to have that chemistry built that you expect to see from the spring carrying through the summer and into the fall because a lot of these guys didn't even know each other, uh, maybe not hadn't even uh, met each other in, until the fall. Yeah, that. I just think it's I think basically the transfer portal is very hard to determine 
the right people to take. Yep. Uh, I just I just do, and especially in football more so than basketball because your numbers are different. But uh, and I I I think they probably and I'm not criticizing because I'm not I'm not I'm asking not telling uh, that maybe they they took some guys that they don't need to take anymore and, and when they transfer in they can't transfer out again and mm-hmm. so you're stuck with them so I think the the assistant coaches who recommend that they take this guy or that guy who look at their iPads all day long trying to find out who's in the portal. Uh, need to be as accurate as they can, put it that way. Oh, yeah, and the other thing is you don't always get your first choice either. I mean, that's the other thing, and this isn't a knock against some of the guys that Auburn got. I think they did a really good job of getting some offensive linemen. Their offensive line is better, and they and they got some good help on the defensive side. It was tougher to get skilled players because they're in there with with this new staff and and trying to convince them of what they want to do. Um, the, you know, uh, Peyton thought nothing against Peyton. And Peyton had really good numbers at Michigan State, and I'm I'm still been very surprised at what we've seen and how inconsistent he's been. But I don't think he was the top choice for Auburn at quarterback and at receiver. Uh, they wanted the guys that went to Arkansas. They wanted Rod Rod Thomas, who's at Georgia. I mean, there were there were other guys that they really wanted, and but then they had to have some they had to have some players, and so it may not have necessarily been the guys at the top of their list, and uh, it's it's really been a struggle there. Uh, it seems to me like, yeah, I'm sorry. Right. It seems to me like that Hugh Freeze, in his mind, would like to call the plays himself. Uh, I think oh, yeah, I think so too. I, he, he I think he really that misses that. Yeah, I think he gives me that impression that I wasn't quite satisfied with the calls that were made at a certain time. Uh, he just has that look on his face, and, and I just think he, he would really like to call the plays. I'm not going to be surprised that one of these days he doesn't call them all. I'd be very surprised if Philip Montgomery's back next year. I mean, nothing against Philip, but it's just, it's tough when this is what Hugh even said this the other day. He said, I wouldn't be sitting here if it weren't for up tempo and RPO. And we're just not able to do that, or we're not doing that right now. That's why I said, I wonder if they just may say, okay, to heck with it. We're going to come out and do what, what I like. Cause I think Peyton Thorne is better in that too. Peyton has looked his best when Auburn's been in two minutes, something like that. Just go back, get it out. Not, not let's just be methodical. Let's try to run the clock, things like that. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see, to see Hugh really more involved. I don't know if he's ever going to really announce that, but I think that after this year, he's going to get back to what he's comfortable doing. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen where they've had some guys decommitting. Uh, what do you think the reason for that is, uh, Bill? Well, there, there are a couple of things going on now. Uh, Jalewis Solomon, the, um, the, the, the athlete from over in Georgia, that's a player Auburn really wanted. Uh, and, and he was a player, I think it was a surprise to some when he committed to Auburn. Uh, most everybody figured he was going to South Carolina. He'd been a strong lean to South Carolina since his sophomore year in high school. And, uh, uh, I think Auburn, I think Auburn may have had the best offer for Jalewis Solomon the best NIL situation. And the response that some South Carolina people had was, that's ridiculous. We don't have, you know, we're not going to resort to bidding for a player. Well, apparently South Carolina is, uh, has, has come up <laughs> and it's really, it's really close now. And this is where the kid really wanted to go in the first place. Auburn 
would love to still get him because all right, he's the younger brother of Zachevius Walker, who's playing on the defensive line, and they have another younger brother who is projected as a five-star defensive lineman. So <laughs> Auburn Auburn would would love to get Jalewis because they like him, but also because of the family ties, and you know they'd, they'd like to get his younger brother. The latest decommitment, uh, Jaden Lewis, is is a player that Auburn's been recruiting an awful lot of players back there in the secondary, and I. I think this one is more a um, they're, they're not sure if they're going to have room, so it's. Uh, I think they had sort of um, cooled on him a little bit. I mean, he's a really good player, but that's just a, a, a situation and a position where uh, where Auburn's got other options that they already have in, and I feel like they're close to a couple of other guys. But hey, this is the way it goes uh, with with recruiting these days as well. I mean, you're always evaluating and, you know, sometimes you feel like, well, maybe you can, maybe you can, uh, improve a little bit. Other times while you're doing that, you may lose somebody. We had a writer tell us that, uh, he thought that Auburn kind of hadn't gotten their NIL straight down there. Maybe I don't know if it was the own to victory or what is it? Are you hearing that as well? That they're a little bit behind? No, I mean, as a matter of fact, I've, I've heard that. Well, I think that, for the long term is what they're concerned with right now. I think they feel like they're fine for um, for for like the next couple of years, but they're they're not a hundred percent sure that this is going to sustain over over a long period of time, and that's why they're trying to to add more of the smaller. Uh, contributors and things like that. I think at the top they're they're pretty good, and they can compete with just about anybody. But but you you don't need to just be able to do it for a couple of years. You need to make you make sure you can maintain. So I think that's what they're trying to do is you know find more reasons uh, and incentives for for folks that uh, would would chip in just a few dollars a month along those lines. You know, Bill, it's amazing to me, media day in basketball today, and nobody knows it. Uh, when I, was I know. In, not, not, I don't want to use the word I, but when Dale Brown, Sonny, and and all those guys, and, you know, were Hugh Durham were all, it, we, it was a big deal. We had big crowds there. And, uh, and know, it's it, crazy because of, the, because of the, I mean, it's not like there's no-name coaches oh, right. or, or SEC basketball is I, down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not ta- saying that basketball is better, but our basketball is still good. But it, it's just amazing. It's almost me. like they're trying to sneak it in. Yeah, like I don't understand. Yeah, don't you're understand right. It. <laughs> yeah. And here we are on the radio show. We never even mentioned basketball. I know. I think. I think. Uh, I think Auburn got a little bit of a break in the two teams that they play. that are added to the other three, um, uh, which we you know the five games, the five teams they play twice. Uh, they got a little bit. I think it, one of them was Vanderbilt, and I forget who the other one was. But uh, uh, Alabama had it ended up with Tennessee and Florida as their other two. So, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not a break. No, so we'll see what happens. Anyway, I just wanted to mention. No, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, maybe it's because. Um, there were more colorful coaches back in the day. Although it's not like this, it's a bland bunch of personalities that are coaching the SEC now. But, uh, but I, I don't know that, I don't know there's ever going to be a group that'll match the, uh, the, the, the color that you, you guys had, Wim. Yeah, we had, we had a lot of fun with each other. We, <laughs> oh, we, no, we got along. We got along. We, we were mad at each other, but we, but we got along. Oh yeah, well that's 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 what that's what's great when you're competing, but uh, you know when when the games are over, then then the only thing that uh, you've got is is maybe a, a a smart comment every once in a while, but you yeah, get along. That's right. That's right. 
Very. Uh, anything else? I know uh, Auburn came up here in baseball, didn't play as spanked. well. Spanked. Yeah. Oh, no, they got spanked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Butch, Butch talking about that, saying, well, you know, they, they haven't been, uh, they haven't been facing a lot of fastballs. They've been working on other things. They threw a couple of guys that, um, that they wanted to work on things, and boy, they got worked on. Five runs in the first inning of the first game, and then, uh, uh, to get blanked big time there in the second game. Uh, I think, I think Butch doesn't mind really, um, because they've had some times where they've gone and dominated some, some fall and come back feeling a little better about themselves. I think that's a good teaching moment. They can come back and go, all right, uh, you saw what that was. Now, now we got plenty to work on. Yeah. Bill, tell everybody where they can find you and get all your great stuff. Yep, we're still trying to calm everybody down uh, on, on, on the drive every afternoon. I tell them, you know, for the folks that go, the the folks that are that are, we're never going to be able to recruit anybody off of this kind of season. I say, look back at last year and uh, what what was the final record that schools like Miami, Oklahoma, and Florida they all they all had sub five hundred seasons, and you look up and they're all in the top ten or twelve in recruiting. So it uh, it it it's not dependent, but yeah, you don't want to see the kind of performances that uh, that Auburn put up last week the drive every day uh well monday through friday four to six on espn 1067 you can check us online at uh, radioalabama.net or espn.com oh uh, no espnau.com does uh does brian harson still live in auburn oh no no they've been long gone <laughs> where'd he go <laughs> yeah they're back they're back in idaho somewhere i'm uh he's out he's out there and and he and his family will post little comments every once in a while on social media. They enjoyed themselves after this past week. Oh, they, oh, they time taking digs <laughs> at Auburn. Uh, yeah. Wow, Auburn's still sending them a paycheck. Yeah. No mm. kidding. Yeah. Mm. Uh, tough deal. Thank you, man. His house is his house is still for sale in case some people are looking. So <laughs> he keeps making comments. It'll stay for sale. That's uh, right. <laughs> thank you, Bill. All right, guys. Have a great week. All right, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. <laughs> About this time every day, we we mention uh, Bob Prince and and Prince Gordon Hayes, and these are attorneys that have been successful. Uh, the injury part—if you have an injury, uh, crash or whatever—and you feel like it was unwanted and it wasn't necessary, and and you feel like that you need to visit with somebody who can can help you with that, then Prince Glover and Hayes at three four five one two three four can do that for you. And I think that uh, once you uh, decide that you're going by the 701 Ricebine Road and sit down with them in person, um, that you will be comfortable with them representing you. Uh, They will give you good advice to start with as to whether you need to go forward with your case or whether you need to let it go uh, and exactly what has happened with this kind of case in previous events. So uh, Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding people. People who are, uh, I know, have been knowing Bob for a long time. And hopefully uh, you won't have a bad problem. But if you do, Prince Clover and Hayes at 345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the website. If they don't win, you don't pay. That's a tied 100.9 SC home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 69 Northbound near Upper Hulls Road. This is in South Tuscaloosa County. You could expect delays. Very heavy traffic, 43 southbound at McFarland, 69 backed up at Union Chap. These are super offers from towns of Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Time. Follow 
with Tide 100.9 on Facebook today to watch our live shows. Leave the great articles and interact with Bama fans today. Wayne Pest Control serving 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the great folks at Wayne's make sure your home was protected from those unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866 Wayne's one to get $60 off your initial pest control service. This is one of the most patient guys. In the history of talk radio, uh, Cowboy's been holding for 40 minutes. Good morning, Cowboy. How are you? Well, Cowboy. Well, don't make it sound that bad. I was driving to the bank, walked in, did a deposit, <laughs> and from there I drove to my office. So y'all just, I didn't have to turn on the local radio to listen to yours on my phone instead of putting you guys on the app. There so, you go. There you oh, go. That's good. How you doing? That. I'm doing all right. How about you guys? We're good. We're okay. You know, I heard that guy talking about cars and all the gadgets and all that stuff. I drove a guy's, uh, he had the tickets, uh, Escalade Cadillac to, uh, A&M. And man, you get right up on a car and it starts making noises. And they were telling me, Hey, in the back, you're driving like a grandma. I was going to 85. I said, well, hell, y'all go, you know, you guys going to pay the ticket, but these new cars, I mean, it'll, it's, I mean, it's a, it's amazing what they do, you know. Sure is. Um, yeah, you know what those BMWs? I was driving somebody the other day. If you're on the interstate, it will hardly let you change lanes. It won't let unless you turn your blinker on. If you don't have your blinker on, you try to go that next lane. It's, it's almost impossible to get over there until you turn the blinker on. Yeah, it's, it's wild. <laughs> it really is. I guess I got an older model truck that's paid for, so I guess. uh when I get the new one, it's going to be different. But, you know, I was talking to my insurance agent. My insurance has gone up $30 the last year. I said I've had no claims, nothing. You know, well, it's uh, for every $100 uh, State Farm gets in payment of insurance, they're spending $125 in repairs because these new vehicles, when you crash one or have a wreck and take it in, they got all these cameras and all these gadgets. It's taking a lot of money to fix them. Yeah, it makes sense. Not good. Yeah. Not good. But um, I guess on to uh, this week. So did you go up to the Bohemian yesterday, Coach, to see some of your old buddies or anything? No, they, they don't start till today. Oh, is it today? Yeah. and I, No, I don't I don't generally go up there. In fact, I didn't even know it. Didn't even know about it until a couple of days ago. I, they've, they're trying to hide it, I think. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. Well, um, it's all my, all my buddies are my age and they're all gone. The media picked, uh, the media picked Tennessee to win it, uh, Cowboy. Oh, did they? Yeah, I thought you might be buddies with Cal, Coach. Tennessee, number one. Texas A&M, number two. Arkansas three, Kentucky four, Bama five, Auburn six. So that's a little bit different. I'll bet you this: A and M doesn't finish in the top four. <laughs> well, they got them picked too. So the buzz yeah. buzz is year, according to the media. Yeah, what you guys think on uh, Alabama Tennessee? I saw old Bryce. He stopped by to see me and my son Saturday night. <laughs> 
They were doing all right. Um, what do you think on Saturday? Uh, Dad, what do you think, Alabama, Tennessee? Dad's worried about this game. I don't know if that, if Tennessee plays hard and harder and comes in here with a with a positive attitude, they'll play Alabama hard. I think I, I, that's what I think. But I base all mine on how they played at home. And sometimes when you get away from home, you don't play that hard. That's pretty pretty evident by the way they played at Florida. Yeah, well, you know, they, they ran the ball on Texas A and M at home. We couldn't run it on Texas A and M on their home field, so. Now, who knows what, how they could run it on Alabama's home field, but if you look at the way they ran the ball on Texas A&M, that's not a good sign for us. Well, well, we'll see. But, but you, you never know. You never yeah. know. Thanks, okay. Cowboy. Appreciate it. All right. Y'all be good. Thank Bye-bye. you, Cowboy. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow, uh, Barry, uh, Russell Bivens going to be on, and uh, I think he's a, a – They'll kind of wind up our Tennessee stuff, I think. I, he does about as good a job of being kind of down the middle as anybody that we have on our show. Yeah, he's a went to Alabama but lives in Knoxville and covers the balls and uh, close with those guys up there. So he'll give you a, a unbiased opinion of what kind of team Tennessee will bring. I thought it was a good point the uh, gentleman from Homewood brought up that uh, Tennessee's only played one true road yeah, game. Yeah, it was and, good. And they did not. That was their worst game of the year at Florida. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a new team, new quarterback that's starting uh, there. So maybe uh, if the Alabama fans will show up and create a real home field advantage, right. maybe that will uh, give Alabama the Vegas advantage. knows, Barry. They know. Vegas knows. So I, I'm trying to figure mine out. Uh, have you have you figured it out? Yet? Yeah, I got it down to two. Uh-oh. All right, uh, we got the SEC games uh, this week: Mississippi State, Arkansas. Uh, the line is six. Arkansas needs a win there. I would think Arkansas clean cover that. Tennessee, Alabama is still nine and a half. Uh, Missouri, I'm not sure why that line's only seven uh, at home against South Carolina. Uh, Ole Miss is a six and a half point favorite, uh, at Auburn. That's a little bit surprising. And LSU is a 30 point favorite over Army. You listen to Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 69 northbound near Upper Holes Road. This is in South Tuscaloosa County. You could expect delays. Very heavy traffic, 43 southbound at McFarland, 69 backed up at Union Chap. These are super offers from towns of Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody, it's Gary Harris. Coming up on the Wednesday edition of the Gary Harris Show at 9 a.m., it's the NASCAR Report with Matt Coulter, also the Bama Football Recruiting Report, and a surprise guest as well. All that and more, 9 a.m. on the Gary Harris Show. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. You Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another beautiful day today with a sunny sky, the high 73. Fair tonight, the low at 50. Tomorrow, increasingly cloudy. The chance of a shower by afternoon. Showers are more likely tomorrow night. The high tomorrow at 73 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 
Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I get right up to the Alabama One Hotline. He's been trying to get in a couple of times today. Sorry, it's always uh, run right up on a guest. Philip, get Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Sorry, I had hey, to get to you this morning. Oh man, that's all right. I, I understand it's a good show. I was amused um, hearing y'all talk about Auburn and, and the tough environment that is. And you know, I grew up near Auburn, probably about twenty something miles away, and been going down there all my life to games and. And you just don't understand it unless you unless you live close to Auburn. How bad they they hate Alabama. The, I mean, it's their life to beat Alabama in anything. It can be marvels. Yeah. Uh, you think they'll have a good home field advantage uh, Saturday night with Lane Kiffin coming in six p.m. kick? You know, I don't know. Um, I, I think that getting blown out by LSU is probably going to put a little salt on their wounds. Um, I don't know about it. Uh, I, I would say I would throw this to, to to run them out of the stadium. Well, you know, it's uh, the matchup. I think they match up against Alabama and Georgia better than they do LSU and maybe Ole Miss because cause those teams can score. We'll see. I think uh, Hugh Freeze was embarrassed uh, by how they played offensively, and I think they'll I think they'll play better uh, offensively this weekend. We'll see. Well, we'll see, won't we? But I tell you, another thing you guys can look forward to tonight, and we talked talk about this earlier, is the Alabama-Kentucky game on November 11th. If that's a night game, look for some real nippy nighttime temperatures up in Lexington that time of year. Yeah, yeah, it should be. Uh, it should be a good game. Thank, yeah. thank you, Philip. Thanks, Philip. Y'all be good. All right, uh, that's it today. We're going to wrap up the show. We appreciate uh, Coach Dawley's joining us in the first hour. We talked to Justin at the top of the hour. A lot of phone calls today. Uh, we appreciate Bill Cameron being on with us as well. We want to thank our great sponsor, Alabama One. You're looking to purchase that home of your dreams. Get that loan out of Alabama One. They'll sit down and find the best deal possible for you. They also have a first-time home buyer program, a Fannie Mae a home-ready, first-time home buyer program to help eager buyers get into their first home. They'll take you step-by-step through that because it's a stressful situation. These guys, I know them. They'll do a great job for you. They've done it for me. Go to www.alabama1.org. Wyatt, uh, Noah, appreciate you guys' help this morning. It was a lively show this morning. A lot of phone calls, which always help as well. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.